Welcome to Call Your Girlfriend. A podcast for long-distance besties everywhere, especially in bed right now. <laughs> I'm Aminatu So. I'm Ann Friedman. so much menstruation uh, a visit back to college to check in with the kids um, hopefully not creepily <laughs> Solange got hitched major major grappling with the fact that white people are columbusing the booty a shine theory in the wild sighting spotting uh, the squatty potty <laughs> checking in with lady boxers oh my god Anne! I can't laugh everything hurts <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you need do you need to talk it th- talk it out? Is this like when um am I like the birthing partner here? You know how they always say that cramps are like tiny contractions like just breathe, chew some ice chips. Okay. So I guess we're doing this week in menstruation first because I really want to talk about the out of this world cramp pain that I'm experiencing this weekend <laughs> I'm laughing because if I don't laugh I'm gonna cry I you, I mean you know me I have an extremely high pain threshold like I, the I highest think I, can, I can say I think I can say this um, like doctors yes, like have doctor, been worried about how high your exactly, pain threshold like, is doctors like marvel at the pain that I can withstand <laughs> the problem though is that this weekend I basically have gotten a period from hell like I woke up crying yesterday I was in so much pain I've never cried before from cramps, you know, and I cry like three times a year, so this is momentous for me. <laughs> oh, medically induced crying. I just, I feel like one of those like crazy sci-fi movies where like Sigourney Weaver like births an alien. Like I'm convinced that that's the next thing that's going to happen. I also appreciate that this podcast is a safe space for menstruation to be the headline. Like sometimes it's the headline. Oh my god. I mean, I I basically have to tell you because periodically I'm going to breathe very heavily and just moan. And that's what's going on. I almost went to the ER yesterday because I was like, are you like is this normal? And then the internet said I didn't need to, which is probably why I'm going to die. Um, and I've taken like more ibuprofen than you were supposed to take <laughs> and called every doctor I know. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to suffer through it like one more day. Otherwise, like if you hear that I've given birth to an alien child, <laughs> this is what happens. Or like the world's largest uterine fibroid or something. <laughs> I know it is it, oh man the body is disgusting your body is beautiful don't say that I don't know like being a woman is really hard like this you know what I mean this is very disruptive like on Friday I didn't leave work early but I should have I was in a lot of pain I mean you should have just left they would let you right I mean yes they would have let me but I just like you know how when you are like a crazy type A person. <laughs> it takes a long time for your brain to catch up with what's happening. You know, it's like, oh, I'm in pain, but like I have shit to do. Right. So <laughs> it was it wasn't until I got home and I was sitting on my couch trying to catch up on Jane the Virgin. And I was like, oh, like things hurt everywhere. Right, like pain um, is not yeah. on my agenda. Oh my god, I just wrote yeah, a period w- ad. I wrote a tampon commercial. 
<laughs> you know, pain was not on my agenda for this weekend. This is garbage. Okay, so basically, shout out to all my sisters having uterus groans this weekend. I feel you. Uh, collective uterus groan. Just let it out. Let it out. Uh, uh, <laughs> not be normal Anyway, what else is going on with you? How was your weekend? I went to, for a reporting assignment, went to Santa Barbara and attended many college parties with a bunch of 18 to 21 year olds. So... Can I ask questions about this process? Please. How did you get connected with these 18-year-olds? Like, does your editor go here? I know, like, a sorority girl at UCSB you can be friends with. God. Or did you, like, stalk them on the internet? Like, what's the process? If only. So basically, the article is about California's new consent law for sexual assault cases. And so being being a modern journalist, I was like, oh, obviously I need to talk to another journalist first. <laughs> And was like, every college newspaper has a sex columnist by now, right? It's 2014. Everywhere has a sex columnist. Not true, but uh, UC Santa Barbara does have one. Yeah, I was like, that sounds, I was like, that sounds dubious. But there are a lot. Like, maybe not every campus, but there are a lot. Anyway, so I Googled it, and there is, in fact, a sex columnist at the campus paper at UCSB, and he is fabulous, and also is is kind of was a good tour guide for Ooh, me. He because, plot twist. No, I know plot twist. He right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my body was in pain, so it took me thirty seconds to catch up with what he said. <laughs> um, yeah, he he is a, a gay sex columnist who is also in a fraternity, so he basically knows everyone. Like all these wow. little worlds, and uh, and was oh, like. Also, pause. Yes. Sorry, I have a million questions. Why did you go to Santa Barbara instead of like one of the many LA schools? Uh, so I talked to some people at UCLA, but Santa Barbara has a reputation for being one of the nation's preeminent party schools, and part of me was kind of curious to go to the heart of the stereotype, and and see if this is actually true. Anecdotally, when I was talking to students at UCLA about maybe going to some parties with them, God, there's no way to report the story without sounding like a fucking creep. Like, you know, like, oh, when I went to some parties, I mean, mean, most journalists are creeps. I know. (laughs) I mean, there's a difference, though. Some of us acknowledge that we're creeps and some of them, some of us think we're doing like fourth estate government watchdog stuff. And I just acknowledge that there's creepy (laughs) stuff about my job. (laughs) But anyway, I asked this UCLA student, oh, uh, hey, if I could maybe come to some parties with you, what night would work? And she was like, maybe Saturday. I don't know. We have to study a lot. We're busy. And at UCSB, they were like, That's "Eh." like the perfect college response. I know. And I was like, I feel you. That sounds great. I respect that. I will talk to someone else. And uh, the students at UCSB were like, what night do you want to come? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Like, we're free. Oh, my God. Um, but let People me tell you. school in California. So without 
basically on a purely superficial level, things that will never make it into the story because it's not long enough. I will say this, that I forgot how dirty college apartments are. (laughs) You would die, Amina. You would die. (laughs) I, I just, you know, like, I remember being dead, dead broke in college, but like, I'm sure I'm absolutely positive I was as dirty as these kids. And I just forgot. You know, you just forget 10 years this later. This was not a thing in Austin, or at least not with my friends, because you know I was, like, OCD, so I couldn't handle the, like, gross grossness. I don't know. Okay, psychedelic wall hangings, still a thing. <laughs> yes, or, like, French restaurant posters. Ugh. Still a thing. Um, <laughs> but Did you see many Amelie posters? I did I not. That was, I think that was a problem. Amelie posters go to die. That was an early aughts college <laughs> problem that has since been solved by the passage oh of time. My. Oh my god. My first day at UT, when I walked into my dorm room <laughs> that had the reputation for being the smallest dorm room in college, they were like, it's very cozy. Everybody who's lived here is like generation-long friends or whatever. I walk into the room and there is literally like a poster of like a fuzzy poster of Jesus with a Bible verse on it. And that's how I knew it was like going to be a nightmare. Wait, velvet Jesus, <laughs> like fuzzy, like you yes, could it was touch like it. Velvet Jesus. And this woman, like bless her heart. We were roommates for just one semester, but like, I, I think that it, it was hard. It was, it was just as hard for her to live with me than it was for me to live with her. Ugh. We lasted, we lasted a little bit. I mean, I think that that, like, so these kids are past the stage of, like, the assigned housing, you know, gotta make, gotta make do. Like, they're living with their friends, for sure. But because they live right on the beach in Santa Barbara, their rent is a lot higher than, say, mine was in the middle of Missouri ten years ago. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For example. But I have to say, uh, you know, all of this sounds like cranky old person, but... They, in general, had fantastic sexual politics. Like, every time I talked to them, they said totally reasonable, awesome adult things. And obviously, lots of statistics about millennials and younger say they are super diverse and they are super accepting of cultural difference and whatever else. And I don't know. I don't hang out with younger than millennials except for last night. And that seems largely true. I don't know. They, there was just a lot of... You're, like, it extrapolating, was, it was like, real cultural statistics from going to a party at UCSB? I'm telling you about one night. One night. I'm telling you one <laughs> night confirmed. I'm just saying that, like, you're the problem with, like, data. <laughs> oh my god, like, none of this is going into my story. I went to this party. Story. Everything is fine. Everybody lives in, like, a racial harmony and, like, great sexual politics. It's like... Mm. I said nothing about harmon- mm. harmony. <laughs> racial harmony i just said that it was not a bunch of white kids <laughs> and not a bunch of straight kids and not a bunch of cisgender kids whatever they were all just like they were they were there was there was a lot of different types of kids that i hung out with in one night without attempting to see lots of different types of kids um now that's that's fair i just i'm just busting your balls because i think that like campus culture is different depending on how you enter you know totally and maybe your night would have been different if you would like hung out with people in the greek system or if you had well i did hang out with people in the greek system oh that's great uh sorry breathing break with the end of this episode let out a groan just let it go it's fine oh my god if you don't hear from me like if i'm quiet more than 30 seconds please call 911 
I'm just saying I had I had a good time last night talking to lots of different types of kids about their sex lives. And yes, that makes me a creepy journalist. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. I can't wait to read your article. Um, yeah. I also did a shot of Ciroc peach. I can't talk to you right now, but I'm sure it was delicious. <laughs> it was awful. <sighs> okay, what's happening now? Like, I'm still here, hanging in. Um, deep breaths. I know, deep, like, sm- yeah, you're, like, basically my breathing partner. <laughs> Let's talk about something positive, like Solange. Oh my god, Solange got married today and looked beautiful. That photo, the wedding party photo, was incredible. I know, I was like, if you're gonna... First of all, the amount of confidence that it takes for, like, a bride to be like, I want everybody to wear white, like, just 10 out of 10. Right. But also, she like, just... there's no way you can upstage me. I know, but she... I mean, there's no way you could upstage her. She wore a fucking, like, uh jumpsuit with a cape like that is just like yeah next level she's won like all power items in one outfit (laughs) no she won the wedding game and also oh i want to read to you my favorite anecdote from the wedding hold on i'm pulling my phone because many people have um chatted me and texted me this today blah 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 performances by friends and an adorable dance-off between Knowles and her 10-year-old son, Daniel Jules, to no flex zone. It was truly a family <laughs> affair. One, fucking love no flex zone. Two, her son is 10. Where's the time gone? We're getting so old. Also, just, like, raising them right. The fact that that could even happen, you know, with your 10-year-old, like, you were, you're doing a good job. I know, totally. Also, you know, it's like the power of transformation, because I remember Solange's first wedding, where she wore, like, some, like, weird, like, strapless, like, everybody's, everybody wears this, and she was, like, married to that guy who played football in, like, nowhere middle America, and it's like, look, ugh, every, you can just always be your best person at any time in your life. Appreach. 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 Go Solange. <laughs> um, also, yeah, no, all of the pictures are amazing. Vogue has, like, the best spread. I highly recommend checking it out. Also, I, I feel like there is there is a lot of power in being the alt sister. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like, no one is looking, I mean, you and I are obviously looking to Solange for Dream Wedding, but it's not like Us Weekly is going to be giving her the full stupid fairy tale treatment. People who will appreciate her wedding will appreciate it, and it doesn't have to have the the cover story, I don't know, like the standard that a lot of weddings have to meet when you are a celebrity. No, totally. Also, like, Tina Knowles, Mama Knowles, looked amazing. She looked like- oh, a I didn't big, see her. Oh, like, are you kidding me? It's like the best picture. She looks like this fabulous Disney villain in this amazing <laughs> dress that she's wearing. So good. next there's a lot of booty news this week there's a lot of booty news um ugh. i mean you know i think we call this on like very early on in the podcast like the booty is back <laughs> i mean all body parts are great 
I mean, yeah. I but. think basically what happened is that the booty got Columbus this year. It's like white people discovered the booty, yes. so we just have had to talk about it more. But some of us Thank come you. from cultures where we like butts have been a part of our lives for a long time. Butts are a part of everybody's life. But you're right. Like the idea of 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 the butt as an awesome thing has is 100 percent a 2014 Columbusing right no, there. No, totally. I mean, let's just go there because people want to know like what are our thoughts on the Kim Kardashian booty cover. My first thought was honestly like it seems, and I don't know if this is a Photoshop issue or a <laughs> lighting issue or a Vaseline <laughs> issue, but it seemed like it like whatever it is would be really hard like literally hard to sit on like it looked like like a very hard object Ugh, you're just butt that was my first now uh, <laughs> oh my god i'm so not <laughs> i'll show you a picture of Nicki minaj's butt that's like how does she sit on it it's crazy whatever i know but that, i feel like that's somehow different because I have this assumption, first of all, about magazine covers, which are different than album covers, that she didn't have as much say in, like, exactly how it looked, which is probably wrong. You know, I, I totally admit to that. But when I see the Anaconda album cover, I'm like, oh, that it looks exactly how Nikki wanted it to look, which makes me like it more, because it's how she wanted to look. But for some reason, I don't apply you don't think that. that in- you don't think that Kim has just as much... Um- like a power over her own image and how she would be like that she would she would agree to be on the cover of a magazine that she didn't completely vet i mean who knows maybe kim was like hey let's recreate this earlier photograph that you know made a big impact and and was a very was a very like booty centric photograph i mean so apparently that- that's actually what happened that she was a fan of that photo? Yeah, she, she's a huge fan of that photographer, and all of his, like, honestly, that photographer is, like, very problematic, because he's just like, uh, black women, big rumps, like, great. That's, like, three quarters of his work. And she was like, I really want to work with him, and I, I like what he does, and that's what he does. He, like, makes, like, powerful lady booties. I, has anyone talked to Grace Jones about this? <laughs> no, Anne, I have not talked to Grace Jones. <laughs> I mean, anyone on the internet in general. If you know Grace like, no, Jones, I mean, please email us. Let us know. <laughs> oh my God, Grace Jones listening to the podcast. We could die tomorrow. We could die immediately. And be I happy. mean, so listen, I have a few thoughts about this. One, you know, like one, I'm just going to be very transparent. I love Kim Kardashian and I think that like people who just instinctively don't like her really annoy me because I'm just like you actually don't know what she's about you know like my go-to line is do you watch the show (laughs) I just feel like you can't not you can't say that you don't like her if you don't have like a reference point like she's terrible to her siblings and I'm like but you have to give me specific examples about that shit you just can't like I don't like her the thing that is so crazy to me is how (laughs) All these people that pretend that they're not into, like, you know, like, they're too good for the Kardashians or whatever, always have opinions about, like, things that the Kardashians do. Like, I thought that the picture was outrageous, but I could not believe the amount of just, like, conversation that it generated. (laughs) It's always outsized. And I was like, well, this is the problem. This is exactly how Kris Jenner wins, right? Is everybody has a fucking opinion. I obviously think that, like... Columbusing of butts is also very problematic. Who doesn't know? Who doesn't know like the history of like big black butts, right? In history and why they're such a fucking problem. 
and all of the racism that's come from that. So I think that, that I mean, the answer is a lot of people don't know. Yeah, that. no, that's the thing. I was like, I am very happy to have like a conversation about like butts in the context of, you know, like the Venus Arcade, but I don't. I think that, like, just heaping on your Kardashian hate on that, just, it's like, com. I don't have time for this. Has it been mostly hate, though? Or has it been, like, kind of, like, faux hand-over-mouth gasp, like, offended, not really offended? I mean, I find the whole conversation about, like, how and what and whether it was Photoshopped to be incredibly boring. No, I mean, like, that, that was part really of boring. It is, like, I mean, honestly, yeah. like, um... It's, it's like, hi, it's 2014. If you look at a magazine cover and you don't know that every single part of it is Photoshop, then I can't help you. Right. I knew what that original picture was already. I get the, like, tongue-in-cheekness. I just... It just, like, really annoys me that the, like, the conversation always centers around, like, oh, these women are vapid or they're not, you know? It's like, yes, it's like this is a target that we pick. Like, people just don't like the Kardashians. What did you think about the BuzzFeed reverse photoshopping? Oh, like, I have the att- not. The faux reverse photoshopping. I have not seen this. I'm going to look it up right now. It was basically like a an artist's rendering of what she quote unquote should look like or would look like if she hadn't been photographed. And I was just like, Is are you kidding? Kim had like, a realistic waistline? Yes. Wait, I can't tell the difference. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> You know, I know, but, like, here's the thing. Like, there's just no way to win, right? It's like, if you look at this picture and you don't believe that it's, like, 100% photoshopped a la Grace Jones cover, then you're, like, one, you're a fucking idiot. That's, like, that's just a fact. (laughs) But also, yeah, I just don't, sorry, I don't get the, like, uber, like, faux outrage about this. But do you, so, actually, that's an interesting question, like, the who wins, like, because I kind of feel like, like, she wins because lots of people are talking about an otherwise not that notable magazine putting her on the cover. Yeah, like, like she didn't like get Kim paid. Wins. Do you know that she didn't get paid for this because she wanted to work with what? the photographer so much? Yeah, paper magazine can't fucking afford Kim Kardashian fee. Like, they just, like, can't. That's just, like, a fact. So, yeah, so she did the work for free. Yeah, well. You know, because she's like, that guy's an artiste. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, personally fucking love the baby oil. I think it's hilarious. Like, this picture made me laugh. Like, there are some very historically problematic things about the context in which this whole picture should be taken. But I think that this is really funny. Also, there was a Kardashian episode a couple of years ago where (laughs) Kim's picture got taken and she wasn't happy about it. And it was one of her first, like, on-air meltdowns. And she said something to the effect of, she was like, they said they wouldn't show my butt crack. Uh, I'm never <laughs> posing naked again. Like, she just like loses her shit. And it's the f- that was like the first thing that I thought about when I saw this. I was like, ugh, Kimmy never learned anything. Which is funny. Just like the whale, they said they wouldn't show my butt crack. I know. Like, of, all the, so... of all the body parts that I would be most like mortified to show, I don't know. It's so it was like it was pretty preposterous. Uh, how many years ago would that have been? Like three or four years ago. Yeah, it was really. It's so good. I'm like, I need to like read the actual quote. I think I tweeted this the other day. Oh no, I've turned into one of those asshole that goes. I think I tweeted this. You <laughs> <laughs> just wait till you start retweeting yourself. From oh yeah, a few no, this, years this ago. is what the quote was. I was told they weren't going to show my ass crack or my nipple. I'm never getting naked again. <laughs> 
<laughs> things we like, said pre-Kanye. She just like cry, like it was. It's epic. Like Kim Cryface is like it's everything. But yes, this was great. Hello. I'm looking at the actual real hard copy. That is simple. Artwork was gonna be covered on top of me. That they weren't gonna show my ass crack or my nipple. This is full porn. Mom, have you seen my cover? I feel so taken advantage of. They promised me I'd be fully covered. Did you see the inside? I just am never getting naked again. Like, whoever's running my is up and I'm gonna fire everyone. Also in butt news this week. (laughs) Oh my god, are you talking about Diplo and what a dick he is? Ugh, I'm talking about how terrible Diplo is in trying to shame ladies without big booties. Well, but so you know the story, right? Is that, like, Diplo is supposedly dating, um, what's her face? Katy Perry. Nemesis. I did not of know Taylor, that. Nemesis of Taylor Swift. And so he's <laughs> so then he's, oh, I hate that we're talking about Twitter again. I feel like such a, <laughs> like one of those people. God. Like, have you read Twitter today? Uh, <laughs> Every day. So anyway, so he tweets that thing about like, you know, like, let's get Taylor Swift a butt. And then there is some sort of let's get her a booty. And somebody has started a, like a, one of those like donation websites. <laughs> Which, like, weirdly didn't get any money. And I think that this says everything about how the public feels about Taylor Swift. We love her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Can't turn us against her. I know, you can't. Do you want to tell the other half of the story? Then what happened, Anne? I mean, Lord leaping to her defense immediately. Is this what you're referring to? Yes, obviously. I love friends who defend friends. I think that it's, like, very, 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 very important. It's definitely a lost art. Um, and yeah no I love that she's just like please like take several seats it was epically delightful to watch I mean also I just kind of love like a tiny penis joke which is what her reply was is just such a classic it's a classic I, I you know I should probably on some feminist level speak out against trying to like shame men with tiny penis jokes and how that plays into traditional notions of masculinity etc but I really I appreciated it I know, it's just, you know, I think that when deployed, <laughs> like aptly, it just, it hurts everywhere that it's supposed to hurt. The idea of deploying a tiny penis <laughs> is now, like, fixed in my mind. It's so perfect. Taylor Swift also, like, is carrying, like, Shine Theory news this week. There was this, like, oh, great, <laughs> like, uh, she's on the cover of Time Magazine, it's beautiful, the article is great. And, and the cover of Business Week. Yeah, no, trust. I saw. Dominating every avenue. But it's like, Taylor Swift talks role models. The second highest paid woman in music told Time that actress Mariska Haggerty and chef Ina Garten are among her favorite <laughs> female role models. Me too, Taylor. I surround myself <laughs> with smart, beautiful, passionate, driven, ambitious women. Other women who are killing it should motivate you, thrill you, challenge you, and inspire you tattoo that on your Ugh. face like that's incredible I, I just got a full body chill it's perfect Ugh. shine theory forever forever and ever also just like an inc- i mean i love that is i mean i love shine theory for women in their 20s and 30s and whatever but like for someone with a major following among like 12 year olds to say this is so so great ah. it's just so great sorry my whole 
setup is very precarious right now, and I almost lost both computer and <laughs> microphone. I thought your uterus had taken a turn for the worst. <laughs> ridiculous things oh one ridiculous thing that happened is that somebody who like (laughs) listens to the podcast i think like tweeted or emailed me about you know like what are your thoughts on something called squatty potty (laughs) and at first i was like it is too early to like you know i'm like what is squatty potty but then um as i was watching television as i want to do one of my favorite shows shark tank lo and behold squatty potty is featured on shark tank so I know it's legit. Okay, it, I'm on the website right now. It looks like a step stool for your toilet. Yeah, no, it's like another thing that white people have Columbus is like squatty toilets. <laughs> like I'm like, I come I come from Africa. This is like not news to me. And I can't believe that somebody is gonna become like a millionaire from this. This is like for people who are too lazy to really squat. Well, yeah, so here's the deal. The dude that um the dude that makes it, like, went on the show with his mom on Shark Tank, his mom, Judy, and <laughs> they, like, talked about how the whole thing is, like, because Judy was struggling with constipation, and she realized that, like, when she squatted, it made her feel better, and <laughs> her only option in her house was a step stool, but that was, like, not working, right? He started doing, all, like, what a great son. He starts doing, like, all of this research on, like, squatty potties. And uh, he has a friend who has a wood shop, and he's like, holler at me with like a prototype. And they like, it's crazy. And then he says, he's like, we want to change the way America poops. You know, like, I cannot throw shade at that. <laughs> okay, but truth, Oprah already changed the way America poops. Yeah, but she did that with like Dr. Oz, who's a quack. This guy is like, <laughs> he wants like to go inside your toilet and like replace all modern toilets with squat toilets because ergonomics. Like, that's crazy. It is true. I'm surprised they haven't made the comparison like your office chair is ergonomic. Why isn't your toilet? <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. It's like, yeah, I just love that they're like, it's a family business. Also, they have other products. One is called Swoosh Bidet. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, Mostly, you should, like, go on Amazon and read the reviews for Squatty Potty. They're great. Okay, I'm still looking at the website because I honestly can't look away. And there's a woman with her jeans pulled up sitting on the potty. And I don't want to, (laughs) like... I don't know if I would really want to see the opposite, but there's a part of me that's just like... "Mm." Have you ever used a Squatty Potty, Anne? Like an actual, real squat toilet? Not I in have, America. Yes, I have pottied while squatting, but I have not used this particular device. No, I mean, this is crazy. Also, can we talk about whoever... I I cannot believe this is, like, a thing that I'm going to say, because I'm, I... Like, some people are very sensitive about it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. But the model's feet that they use for this product on the website is disgusting. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I cannot believe. I'm like, who... Who is in charge of photo content on your website? Like, fire them immediately. Also, 
I don't know where to begin. I just advise everyone to look at this website for themselves. I don't know. I mean, I like, might order one. This is incredible. Will you report re- back, or is that the reviews TMI? are so good? I mean, I like grew up using a squat toilet, so it's not um like it's not a thing that's like completely crazy to me. I just think that it is crazy to pay money <laughs> right. to do it in your own house. Right. Um, and of course they also sell like like scent sprays so that you can't smell your quote elimination. <laughs> That's like a huge market. Um yeah, no, and then Clearly. maybe we can get somebody to send us like a swoosh bidet and we can review that instead because that looks fun. Oh my god. The 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 <laughs> the copy for swoosh bidet says swoosh bidet has your back side. <laughs> I know, swoosh your tush. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I wonder if our poop talk hurts or helps us. I'm going to say hurts. <laughs> I'm going to say helps. I feel like women who I imagine to be our primary audience, though obviously not 100%, love to talk about poop and, like, good poops. Okay, if you like to talk about poop, like, drop us a note, because I, I would be very curious to know what else did we want to talk about today? I. I kind of want to read this check back from our previous episode in which we discussed whether or not being on your period gives you superhuman powers or makes you less able to compete. Because oh, yeah, the- for lady boxers. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so at our request, we had a lady boxer write in and share with us her thoughts on this. <laughs> um, let's see. What does she say? The story reminded me of what happened a few Olympics back when the IOC tried to force all women boxers to wear skirts in the ring. I do not remember this. And the professional circuit followed suit. Some of the reasons were it was hard for the audience to tell if they were watching lady boxers or men boxers. No joke. And that women should really feminize the sport of boxing. Wow. Um, all I really have to say is that if you are a lady boxer, you already have raging hormones, probably more on the testosterone side. While I did not fight in the ring, except in sparring practice, I have never noticed the difference between when I was bleeding from my vagina or from my nose. That is so badass. (laughs) However, Black Betty by Ram Jam totally gets me in a killing mood. Fantastic. Thank you, lady boxer listener. What a winner. We have the best listeners. Thanks so much for listening to Call Your Girlfriend. You can find us many, many places online, namely on iTunes, where you can leave us a review. We would really appreciate that. Or on Twitter at CallYourGF. That is Call Y-R-G-F. And you can also find us on our website, CallYourGirlfriend.com. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>